Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood The Unabomber blowing up Waco, Texas and Heaven's Gate Alien modified men from apes Hitler faked his death and then escaped Bigfoot and the Mothman Son of Sam talking to dogs again Witches, ghosts and goblins Mysterious noise and hot things Dark arts and the skull and bones Most celebrities are probably cloned So when you're feeling all alone Grab a beer and get stoned I welcome you to the podcast Strange Brew We're here to entertain you What rock group has four men that don't sing? What? Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Not funny. <laughs> rock, because they're in the rock. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the I Strange Brew Podcast. I beat you to it, fucker. All right, let's go. You're so funny. <laughs> All right. I'm Billy. I'm going to be doing the story today. And who's with the me? Story. The story times. All right. <laughs> I'm Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And we got... Alex. Last time was a bit of a shit show, but I hope you enjoyed it. We were it definitely drunk and <laughs> we didn't have time. the same mics that we usually do. But uh, let's get into it. What are we talking about tonight or today? We or are going to be talking about Alan Lejour, the monster Miramichi. All right. So there's a couple of things, again, that I want to talk about quick. I'm, yeah, sure pe- I'm sure people from like the past episodes, if you actually are an avid listener <laughs> of ours. I'm sure you've heard me tell the story before, but my dad grew up in this small town in New Brunswick called Chatham, New Brunswick. Before that, what are we drinking on? Who the fuck cares what I we're care. drinking? I we're got drinking. Some, I got some <laughs> Bombay. I'm making some fucking Moscow mules, and they just have a bunch of bush. <laughs> <laughs> we got all the bush. Quarantine. We got a lot of bush. Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't cut that hair yet. <laughs> Dude, it's boring. Who Billy's the fuck cares? Billy's balls hair hanging girl, down to his kneecaps. I have a girlfriend that loves me, and like, I, I don't. Yeah, sure. Rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> Billy doesn't shave his dick, but he shaves his butthole just in case she wants to go downtown. <laughs> Hey. I don't shave that, man. Dude, could you imagine the friction your ass would make when something goes in your ass off, like, hairs? What do you, you know think how much Russian chicks do? Would, oh, fuck man, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your dad uh, lives out. Anyway, so he lived in us. He grew up in a small town called Chatham, New Brunswick, here in Canada. And uh, in Canada. that town, so since, I'm going to say a couple of different names during this, just know that that old town of Newcastle and Chatham has now merged into one a little bigger town, still fucking nothing, like 17,000 people, into a town called Miramichi. So if it's all Miramichi, if I say Miramichi, it's all the same place. Okay. Quick backlash. Right. Anyways, so, um, yeah, so Alan Legere. So we grew up in this town, same yep. town that my dad was born in, and the same town that I visited, and we're going to be posting pictures again like I yep. already did on the podcast there. So but back anyways. in the day be, be when Billy was off and I had to deal with Justin's drunken ass. That was when I was in New Brunswick. If you go back and listen to the few episodes I kept with <clears throat> Justin on there, Billy was away, and it was a very sad time where I had to make do. You couldn't imagine the amount of dick pics I got. Like, just unreal every night, and it was just limp pics. You'd be like, where are you? I'm not hard until you come home. (laughs) Anyways, so talk about his early life, I guess, and get off to him. And just, But Alan Joseph Legere was born on February 13th, 1948 in Chatham, New Brunswick. His father was rarely around, and and he disappeared completely when he was young, leaving Alan and his mother and his younger brother alone. And this is my favorite. I love this. Other kids would tease him about not having a father. <laughs> kids are fucking ruthless. <laughs> no, he should have just, no, just went to a black school. 
Yeah, no fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's, bad. it's okay, my dad's not black. He's still left, though. <laughs> He's still left. <laughs> but you're black. <laughs> yeah, but my mommy stuck in She couldn't leave. But was that like, yeah, like he, he just beat her to it kind of thing? Yeah, well, I mean. I <laughs> oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I brought this up. <laughs> no, I was alone for a while because, like, my dad left when I was young and my mom ran away before I was born, so. I, I wish I had fucked up. I almost, How the fuck's your mom run away before you're born? <laughs> <laughs> you're literally inside her. <laughs> it's very too bad that I did not have the sound effects that I wanted for this because I had a little... Mm-hmm, little violin. smallest violin. <laughs> but anyways, so so kids would tease him, and then that, again, I guess initially she, began... She got no father. Fuck you. And it's like... Wow, <laughs> <yeah. man." laughs> Pretty fucking much. I guess like that would begin to develop like a deep hatred for the community. Like You would just start fucking hating everybody and hating everybody here. And like, that's when like hell fucking like, I just didn't have a lot of friends and I hated my town, let alone if everybody in the town was going like, you fucking idiot, (laughs) fatherless piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. So he began to skip school quite frequently to escape. Um, but he did graduate at 16, but around that time was when his first big trauma hit and his fifth. So he was 16 and his little brother was 15. He was a year younger than him. His little brother got hit by a truck, like, killing him. Jesus. That so, would have fucked you up, too. Yeah, like, like, you're at a young age. You're impressionable. And, and you know what I mean? If you got a younger brother and you're kind of made fun of or abused in school, where do you, who do you take that out on? Your little brother. And when you don't have a little brother, you just got to start cutting your wrists, I guess. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I got beat up a people's. lot. <laughs> <laughs> But so now the relationships in the household have become more strained. The death of the youngest brother tore his mother apart, and Alan wasn't willing to help either morally or financially. He pretty much just said, fuck off, mom. <laughs> like, like, Tell I get, dad to come back from the store. Yeah, yeah but you're like, the reason dad he's, he, he's out of school. His little brother just yeah. died. His mom's struggling with the bills, and she's crying every night. And I can just see him coming home, looking at his crying mother, and be like, fucking suck it up. Yeah. Walking upstairs <laughs> to his rent-free bedroom. <laughs> A fucking piece of shit. So his, and here's another big holy fuck. So she told Alan that he should have died instead of his brother. That's horrible. You do that to a and kid that's apparently fuck him up. she did that after the first time like I guess like she finally got off her chest said that repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh my god I finally fucking said it and then it was like every day after. <laughs> Good morning. I wish your brother was still alive, not <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Was Why it, are you still here? Is that the uh, the Dewey Cox story where he's like, "You, sh- you're, you should have died instead of your fucking brother," and he cuts him in half like a machete or whatever? You, you know that Dewey Cox walk hard. Oh, the walk. Yeah, it's fucking was that hilarious. in that? Yeah, oh, he cuts his brother that. in half with a machete, and she, that's tall. He's told me that I should have died. <laughs> that movie's gold. So either way, like you can imagine what that would have on like a young adult. Yeah. So with nobody left to turn, he moved to Winchester, Ontario. Still never looked at where up that is exactly. Yeah, it's weird. It's somewhere. All I know is Winchester and the Winchester Mansion, which we'll probably get into on uh, Strange Fruit Podcast. That'll be another episode. (laughs) But he became a car salesman. And this part always gets me. He wasn't good at it. (laughs) And despite limited success. Why is that a tongue twister? Limited success. Limited success. (laughs) He persisted. And he was one for the majority of his life. He just continued. He's like, I don't care if and nobody gotta, thinks I'm good. Mo- I think I'm good. And you got to make commission. 
on your uh, to more, especially back then to actually make money. Well, so that was actually the part I was going to get to. So clearly, he wasn't making a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck no. Here, you want this car? Oh, you don't? That sucks. You know what? My dad left, and I haven't seen him since. So I always find too. Like I, I read this book, and I think that I, I think that whoever wrote it got a lot of the information. From, from him? No, from oh. like a psychiatrist. Yeah. F- that- because like she was uh, like, I guess, again, my next sentence is going to be despite limit- limited success between the dealership and what his mother said to him, he began mm-hmm. to develop an inferiority complex. Well, and, and the weird thing is that he's a very lesser known serial killer. We get into some of the fucking top boys and we will on ongoing. But the fact that a lot of shit we get from serial killers is from their own fucking mouth. Like Ted Bundy shit, like how why we know that he maybe fucked the heads of his victims and stuff like that was because he said it, and like you hear them, it's like, and you have to. But take is that it just for, a brag? At well, that's what I'm saying. Is you have to bragging? take it for a grain He's of like, salt. Ah, like, I want to be the. Sickest. I'm already in jail for life. Might as well fucking get some cred. <laughs> What's that? No, and then well, then it's like people like Paul Bernardo, right? We discuss and stuff like that. That he kind of that all was at a time where they could actually trace everything. But back in the 80s, they're like, well, I killed th- these three women. And it's like. But did you? And he's like, yeah, I did. And they don't, you know, he could just be saying that. Right? Alex says a lot of things. Well, it's like, I want eventually, you want to get an Andre Chikatilo. Don't look at me. Don't look. You eventually want to get an Andre Chikatilo, that guy from Russia that killed supposedly over like a hundred people. Yeah. But that was from his mouth saying like, I, I killed like a hundred kids. And yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. a weird, that's a weird flex, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So because of this inferiority complex, he turned to like petty theft, which gave him gratification. What is petty theft? Uh, like Robbing a bitch pick, of her pick, o- pickpocket. Pocket. Like yeah. uh, you, you told the clerk you didn't get enough yeah. change. You knock <laughs> when over a lady did. and you steal her pocketbook. Yeah, like <laughs> not, not big, but uh, but the, he was caught quite frequently, and he got <laughs> beat up a fuckload. Yeah. Wasn't even good at that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Try to pickpocket people on the street. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, oh, nothing. They just fucking lay into him. Well, I, it's crazy because uh, we <laughs> He's like, I just want to go. Me and Juan just covered the Gangsville Ripper. We were talking about, I was like, I, was like, I know it's crazy. I was like, if you listen back to the Richard Ramirez episode, how Richard Ramirez got beat up by everybody like at the end when he his picture started going around remember and oh, all yeah, the yeah. whole fucking like like little town or the community yeah when fucking, they saw him they, they saw him. Oh, that's the guy yeah, yeah. And hun- all these people ran after and started beating him up and bats and it's fucking yeah. great and the cops pulled up and everyone was still around like fucking trying to kick the cop yeah. door and shit like yeah, my favorite part from that was when he was like yeah if i had a gun i'd make everyone scatter <laughs> Well, you didn't have a gun, and you're a bitch. What, his his shitty twenty two that he shot someone in the face and it didn't kill him? Yeah. (laughs) We missed, like, three times. Anyways. No, Richie. We love Richie on this podcast. Yeah, he's a good dude. (laughs) Good guy. Lots of misinformation. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hail Satan. But anyway, so he was given a lot of beatings. Uh, but once you, we all know, like once you get comfortable enough with something, you Fuck escalate yeah. it and you move it on to something bigger. Like when Billy was on the streets of, uh, in <laughs> that was a stupid joke. Don't even fuck. It was a dumb joke. <laughs> we all know that you're on heroin oh, alley, man. Everybody knows now. Heroin the truth alley. is out. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's Where's tiny. that place called you were at? Remember where I found you? The red light district. <laughs> you know Vancouver, how they have like, it's like Skid Row, but for Vancouver. 
You know what I'm talking about, right? Bum row. There's, there's literally a skid row in Vancouver, yeah, dude, and it's Vancouver's like 10 bad. city and shit. Vancouver's and there's really a bunch bad. of heroin addicts and drug addicts. It just like Skid Row in L.A. And that's where I found Billy when he was at West, and that's how he got brought on the podcast. Oh, that's how, that's his story. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so you get comfortable enough, you step up your game a little bit. And Lejeur was now stealing in broad daylight. He just said, fuck it. Fuck it. it, I got this. (laughs) He upgraded from pickpocketing to armed robbery. That's a that's a nice little. So I wonder if he (laughs) saved up enough friggin' stolen goods to buy a gun. No, no, he was usually using a knife. That's what I was thinking. I was like, was it a knife? Because I was like, it says at like um it could be a knife. It could be any weapon. You could have a crowbar and be like, give me your fucking money. That's armed robbery. Yeah. yeah well, again, robbery. nobody wants to beat the fuck. Like, I, I don't care. Like, you can be significantly weaker than me. And if you got a crowbar, like, I, I don't know if I'm going to win that fight. Like, you got, a, you got a crowbar in your fucking hand, man. I, I got my fist. I can't punch through a crowbar. You yeah. have feet. <laughs> yeah. Feet. But he's got a crowbar. <laughs> oh, that, you mean run away. Yeah. Is that what you mean, or you no, mean I'm kick him? Kick him in the chest. Oh. <laughs> That's Spartan Ted Bundy's thing. He's like, oh, look at my broken arm. Now, here, come to my car. Help me in my car. Oh, here's a crowbar to the face. And he fucking smacked them. So, yeah. Oh, we're talking about this serial killer I know, killer but every today. serial killer brings in other serial killers. <laughs> it's true. They're all ha- hanging out together in hell. So, yeah, he was usually using a knife. And again, he was caught more often than not. <laughs> again beaten to fucking shit the majority of the time like could you <laughs> like could you, i just want to see him one day he's just licking his fucking wounds he's like i suck at fucking no, everything no i know i know why he sucks like, so dad much. never taught me how to steal he used a swiss army knife and he kept pulling out the fucking screwdriver part <laughs> i could the fuck someone screw. up yeah. Yeah, i could fuck someone up <laughs> Isn't there like a nail filer yes, on that? Yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of stupid shit. I guess you need it if you're girlfriend's using your fucking Swiss Army knife to do her fucking <laughs> pedicure. Fuck off. Anyways, so Lazier now in his mid thirties, he had no family or loved ones around. Fed up with how his life was looking out. Clearly, because I would have been too. Wah. Fuck, I'm doing way better than you were, buddy, and I'm fed up with how my life's looking out. <laughs> I really wish um, I had that sad sound effect. He finally decided to quit the dealership just before he turned 37. Then what did he do? And he returned home to New Brunswick, just outside of his hometown. Like, And when they say just outside, it's New Brunswick. They mean like a kilometer away. How long because is a like, kilometer? There's like five. Uh, point <laughs> like two of a mile for you guys. For the Americans <laughs> yeah. that listen to like us. Like, no, no, nothing. You're barely outside of your fucking How's mountain. Biden's mumbly ass down there, eh? You guys enjoying that? <laughs> Fuck that. So the first murder. <clears throat> Mr. John Glenn Denning and his wife were a pleasant couple who owned a local shop. I think it was a convenience store. They didn't, they didn't specify. Are they Asian? Glenn Denning? Could be Asian, man. I, I don't remember I'm, I'm assuming from were, New Brunswick. Okay, Pan is kind of I'm remember. A, remember in the Richard Ramirez, there was a fucking guy named Peter Pan that he killed. Oh, oh yeah. god, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the funniest shit ever. Stop bringing up other people. It's about Alan's. <laughs> Alan's time to shine. All right, let's let him shine. So they're a pleasant couple who owned a local store. Um, a simple, carefree life those two were living. And again, like it is, like it's a small town out there. Like I lived it myself. Like it's. It's if you've ever lived in a small knit community like that, like, you know, there's not a lot of things to do, but everyone's yeah. close with each other. Like yeah. it's, it's nine times out of 10. Like it's a happy vibe. 
except yeah. for if you're under the age of 25 and then it's nonstop fucking gossip. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. after 25, nobody really fucking cares about anybody else's life. So it becomes like a nice little well, community. Like, we grew up like uh, in somewhat of a small town and shit in uh, yeah. a place called Perry. And we used to just break into factories and shit. Well, we how bored. many people did Paris have? Like uh, did they 10, have like thousand or no, something? No, I thought it was like twenty, <clears throat> maybe twenty. I don't yeah, fuck so it. twenty. It's definitely more now. Yeah. So but, even uh, back when we lived, I think it was like twenty or twenty five. Yeah, this broke, this yeah. at the time was like four. That's fucked. <laughs> and my dad 4, was one of them. Or yeah. Four people. Four thousand. <laughs> this is every block. But uh, so now Alan, now at thirty eight, had nothing to show for his life. Very little savings from the car sales because he was fucking garbage. We're, they were all dwindling to the end, so he devised a plan. It's crazy that, like, especially because this is more of like a rampant serial killer. I just find it crazy how he waited till he was thirty-eight. Like, I, it, do why I bring up other serial killers because they relate in weird ways because of the more famous ones why they're so prominent. Like BTK didn't kill somebody till he was like thirty-four or some shit. So wow, I, that I, sounds like a really cool fact to do on the BTK episode. Well, well, people already know this. If people are listening <laughs> to us, kidding. they already fucking know the majority about probably most of the top dogs and shit. But like how he and I, I had a buddy that was kind of crazy, like I worked with and really liked weird shit. He was like one of the weirdest dudes I worked with. And I was like, you know, um, BTK didn't kill dudes 34. You still got time. You have time to. Yeah, I can see roots. me snapping around. Yeah. <laughs> So Alan started the shop at Mr. Glenn Denning's store for three days. Consistently in three days. Consistently. That is stupid. Well, no, because like it's like it's your shop. And again, yeah. it's a small town. Like if you need something, you go to a convenience store and you yeah. go there once, you're like, wow, there's a lot of fucking good shit here. I'm gonna you go do here it, like, again. If he's planning to do this, you do like once a week. We come in like, hey buddy, how's it going? Just give me a pack of cigarettes, and then you you know, doing it three days consecutively is a little a little sketchy. Like, who's this fuck? Have you ever been so to a sh- shitty salesman? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. So, anyways, so he went there three days prior and became friendly with him. Alan has Alan has seen the safe that was in the shop, and through a little small talk, found out that Mister Glendening kept all his savings in from all that he made from that shop in that safe. He's and like again, small t- dude, no, but so again, no, that's like, what small, t- like yeah. that's what small towns are. It's you trust everybody. You never think anybody's going to hurt you. <laughs> hey, and buddy, that's why I, I honestly that to there. date. And that's, that's my biggest thing with Tom. Tom locks his door. Yes. So fucking religiously. Yes. It pisses me the fuck I off. I live in West Branch. And no, but like I've, it's a fucking I never, I never lock my door. Ranford, though. It, I can I could leave my house for a week and I wouldn't even worry about locking my door. Well, that's it does not you? bother me one bit because there's no fucking way. I, also, I grew up in Paris, yes. man. No, I'm just saying from that yeah. mentality. Oh, you yeah. grow up in a town where you feel Still safe. Lock my door. And it's like, fuck it, I'm not worried. So there's so much hungry. in between here. I hope you guys are still getting the story. Yeah, I understand. But you know, I know you do. But so okay, that's fucked up. Well, how do you think the Hitler <laughs> occult episode? So he played? never had committed a crime of this magnitude before. Yes. But he was planning on stealing the safe and pry it open in his own surroundings later. Like, which is smart. Like, you're, he's like, all right, so I can just take it because it's going to take me a fuckload of time to actually pry it open. So Lejeur figured he needs some help because safes are fucking heavy. So he decided to go on some recruitment. Craigslist Matchett and Scott Curtis, two of the biggest douchebag names I've ever fucking That's, heard. That's yeah, in my Scott life. Curtis is the most Scott fucking Curtis. <laughs> I'm like TikTokers. My name's Scott Curtis. I make a thousand money. My name's Logan Paul and I fight <laughs> Connor McGregor, but he won't answer me. 
I hate that fuck. <laughs> you got nothing to say about that, Alex? It's Jake Paul, not Logan. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Same Logan thing. Logan does fight, but it's not the same as Jake, though. Sorry. Is it Jake Paul? Yes. Even though <laughs> Logan <laughs> Paul recorded that dead dude hanging uh, in the when, forest. When he's he... a little more respectable what? than Jake Paul. He recorded a dead dude hanging in a forest? Yes, he did. In the, the suicide forest in, in Japan. Japan, yeah. And yeah. he just recorded somebody mm. dying. Yeah. Posted yeah. it on YouTube. Yeah. They were already dead. Yeah, that's a real thing. But yeah, it was we like talked about Jesus. And then he put it on YouTube. Before you left out fucking east, we talked about Haunted Forest. That's when you fell on your skateboard and you smashed the booze we were supposed to drink. And then we said, fuck it. We did like a 40 minute episode and we went to Boston Pizza and got drunk. Yeah, I was I was bombing the hill and I ate fucking shit. (laughs) Anyways. So, yeah, you recruited these two kids. They were kids. Um, they're from high school. Like he was a clever, How old? he was a clever man. He'd chosen young accomplices because he knew the kids would be easily controlled. They were in high school. That's all it says. Hey, I'm assuming if they're money. doing something like this, they already have rap sheets. So I'm assuming they're probably either in grade 11 or grade 12. So yeah. what's that? 16 or 17. Hey, I, I got arrested when I was 14 for stealing a bike. So. Yeah. Cause you're fucking stupid. Yeah, it was. But so <laughs> here's the plan. Break in during the night, cut the power. Detach the safe. Done. Sounds like a fucking good idea, right? Done. Totally Break thought in, out. Cut the power. Totally thought out. Break the safe. So that was the plan. On the night of June 21st, 1986, the three entered the shop. Straight for the fuse box to cut the power. But Mr. Glenn Denning, literally the night before, had decided to move the safe to the upstairs where he lived. You know what that is? That's like intuition, though. Yeah, That's in like there he, for years. Yeah. And he's like, I, yeah, let's fucking move this. That guy was a little well, weird. Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Maybe. I, maybe they thought that he was kind of sketchy because he showed up three days in a row. And then he was asking about the safe. No, but that's the thing. Everybody shows know, up that much. I know, I know. Like, you, you get your clientele, and yeah, you yeah, see yeah. your clientele every single fucking day. I know, I talked to Because the, nobody has anything yeah. to do with their fucking I, lives up there, man. I used to buy cigarettes and shit. There was a one Asian guy, and he gave me fr- those shitty free lighters all the time. And I'm like, I have, like, seven of these. Stop giving me these shitty lighters. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> 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 give me a lighter every yeah. time. Yeah. Like, oh, they're like, come back, customer. Yeah. Here's your free <laughs> shit. Good to me. Oh, I see you smoke. Here's, some, here's a lighter. So because he did that, that's obviously prompting a change of plans. So the three of them had to head upstairs and were shocked to find out that Mr. Glenn Denning and his wife were awake. I'm curious what time this was. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This is nighttime. I I don't know what time of the night. It just says nighttime. And and this is the 80s, right? Yeah, 1986. So they're watching like Family Matters. It's to to the point that like this this was an old (laughs) shopkeeper and his wife, and it was so late at night that they were sure they were sleeping. Yeah. So I'm assuming, let's call it one, She's got to watch her stories. Well, I don't know. I, this guy doesn't seem that smart. So. Yeah. Again, <laughs> he yeah, goes at 11 o'clock. He's, from he's like, Brunswick. it's dark outside. So they're, it's they, go, they go to bed at like 3 p.m., like right? It's January, dead. <laughs> they sleep for like 23 five. hours a day. It's like, it's dark, let's get him. Yeah, he, get doesn't have a, he doesn't have a clock. He's just like, it's dark. It's got to be like 2 o'clock. It's like 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> So, in their haste, they began to beat him. So, what else are you going to do? <laughs> he got beat by some old people. Yeah, just, no, 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 no. They beat up the old guy. There's three oh, of yeah. them. Yeah, right? so they began yeah, to beat yeah, the yeah. fuck out of the old guy. And when he became bloody and unresponsive, they moved on to his wife. So, I mean, like, hey, buddy, hey, hey, you awake? She was, she was beaten in a similar manner. 
However, she was also dragged down and sexually <clears throat> assaulted as well. Didn't he oh. like drag her down the stairs, like pop, 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 like hit her head off the fucking I, stairs? And but shit? I think that's it's again, it's not clear who actually did this because Alan wasn't known to do stuff like that. But again, afterwards, yes, he was. This yeah. could have very well have been one of the kids, one of the kids that actually did that. Because he if never he was did telling them, if he was directing them, yeah. he'd be like, you fucking grab her. Like, if yeah. he maybe and then they decided to like, fucking rape her. One of them just got horny for absolutely no reason. Yeah, and it's like this 97-year-old <laughs> lady, so I don't horny. think she was they that raped, old. They, they raped her, right? Well, it says sexually, sexually assaulted. So, so like maybe they just, yeah, but like if you, if you did that, you probably they probably raped her. Like, I can't imagine somebody went out of their way to just grab a boob and go, that's enough. No, I know. I know. Like, I I, I know fucked up people, but that's a really weird thing. I know I'm bringing up other serial killers, but I just, I just don't understand why Richard Ramirez was like into like raping the old ladies. Like when he break in their homes and like rape them, it's like, I think he was just about like the pain or whatever. Dominance. Yeah. And then dominance. Because he's a weak piece of shit. So he needed to feel powerful. Fucking ew. Yeah, she hasn't been fucked so, for fifty years. Then he comes in, <laughs> having made so much noise in such a small community with towns and people living yeah. so close. Alan realized that he can't take the safe out of fear of getting caught. So when Mrs. Glendenning came to, she wasn't dead. She quickly, I guess, put on her clothes was the first thing that she did, and then ran upstairs and dialed nine one one. I bet she didn't put on her clothes. My first instinct would be it says like, covered herself. Oh. <laughs> so that was that was her most important thing yeah. is nobody sees these titties. <laughs> she probably got a rocking rack. Yeah, maybe she got some big sandbags, maybe man. She did. Lazure was hoping that both were dead when he left. He wasn't Serial he wasn't counting on he wasn't mistake. counting on Mrs. Glendenning coming too and involving the police. Yeah. But now that she had seen their faces and within a month police had captured Lazure. They were sloppy. They left a what ton of evidence. What do you do? The three of them were put on jury in no- January 1987. And with overwhelming evidence on January 22nd, all three men were convicted. Allen was charged with second degree murder and life in prison. Fuck. Eligible for parole after 18 years. He only got second degree? But he seemed proud of this murder. He only got second degree. Fucked. He only got second degree. Well, I bet he did. Yeah, even but do again, in that. again, two fucking. Yeah, he might not have. Yeah, the right. other kids like you don't know who like, did you it. Just want the safe. Yeah, yeah, you, you didn't know who did it. Nobody knows shit. who did it because he didn't clarify. He never admitted guilt, and he didn't clarify. But she so was the he witness. Got charged though. for second degree, but again, she could have been in the other room when shit so was going on. You get second degree by like hitting someone drunk, or even just hitting someone. It's called manslaughter. Yeah, I understand. You don't get second degree with hitting someone drunk. Because it's an accident. An accident is always manslaughter. Isn't it an accident if you know you're getting into a car and you're drunk? Yes, that's called manslaughter. It's not an accident if you know I mean, you're you getting in a car. Yeah, because you think you, know? you, you think you're going to get home fine. You're not like, I hope I kill somebody on the way. If <laughs> that was your mindset, then yes, that's second degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or that's actually first degree. <laughs> if GTA 5 gets banned, I'm going to cry. Or 6 or whatever. Is that a thing? Yes, it is. So on August 8th, 1987... His appeal that he put towards his because he wanted he he didn't want this shit. He said, fuck that. The other kids did it. His appeal was clearly fucking denied. Yeah. But Lazure wasn't done. He filled out another appeal to the Supreme Court, this time with one of Canada's top lawyers backing him, which I, I don't 
fucking understand why he took that case. He's like, you're clear as day guilty, and I really hope I make a good name some, for myself, so I'm going to take it. Some take of those case. lawyers like to do that shit. Though. They like a challenge. If, either way, at the end of the day, he's getting paid either. That's worse. From, that's almost worse than what he did. He's I like, know. wow, this is going to be challenging getting this clear as but day that's fucking what, murder that's off. That's people do and shit. Like, it, it's almost like. All right, well, I'm going to take a challenge. I'm still going to get paid because even if it, if it's from him, either legally or the state or he the has zero money. Pays, the government pays then the lawyer. No, but like I, I don't know how the fuck he had a lawyer then. If the, no, he, he got, got the, a, he got the lawyer because he wrote a letter to him. I guess this this, this lawyer did it for leisure pro bono. That's fucked because usually yeah, Canada's you, top yeah, lawyer. Because if you can't uh, if you can't get a lawyer, you get a justice of yeah, crown. Yeah, or whatever but the, the fuck this this Canada's top lawyer decided to take his case on pro bono. What was his name? Did you have his name? I didn't catch fuck. his name. It just said Canada's top lawyer. But anyway, it, it, it was still unsuccessful. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> he still didn't. He still wasn't able to do it. Yeah. Canada's top lawyer wasn't even able to get him off. Like that's no how much. Shit. There was overwhelming evidence, Ben. That's how, why would that guy even take that case? It's so weird. But Lejeune thinking his case would be denied, he knew his case would fucking be denied. He devised an escape plan. So when he was put back in prison that exact same day as his rejection, he decided to finally put his motion into plan. The first part of his plan, plan into motion. was to deliberately injure himself, which he did expertly, honestly. Give him fucking credit for this, because Lejeune somewhere in some magazine read that an untreated wound in the ear is quick as to infection. He read that somewhere, God knows where, and remembered it for this fucking long. Uh, he, he learned he has, that from all those ass beatings he got. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe he's like, yeah, I read books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that could be. That could be it. Yeah. And it is weird because I know you're. Oh, I'm bringing someone else up. But the fact that like he thought of a plan. I love how you said that like ten times and he, you still keep. Doing he th- it. <laughs> well, it, it just relates to other shit I'm just and other kidding. circulars. I'm just it's just the way like how he thought it out, like how Ted Bundy jumped off that bunk for fucking days to strengthen his legs so he could jump out the fucking window. You know how Ted Bundy yeah. escaped, right? Like it's it, everyone knows that. Well, if you know that, you're gonna go Ted listen. Bundy. You're gonna go listen. We haven't fucking. We haven't done Ted, Ted Bundy. No, fuck I no. We did. I said, and uh, some people agree. Oh, we've we, you mentioned this. People like a want us. Times, huh? No, I mentioned this last time we recorded this. No, you episode. mentioned this a lot. But uh, so Ted Bundy last time was. We recorded. <laughs> Ted Bundy was in like a holding cell thing, essentially, and he fucking would jump off this bunk every fucking day to strengthen his legs. He crawled. He broke out of a top of the roof of this cell crawled out and he figured that he traced everything and this goes to like a library so I can't remember we'll eventually get into it and then he trained his legs to jump out this fucking like two story window and then ran the fuck out of there and then killed a bunch of bitches in Florida Ted Bunny's fucked man Florida <laughs> Florida oh my god I saw that was that. your comment Florida, Florida. <laughs> I saw this thing that uh, sunshine actually it, it's not even a good thing um, what'd you see Fuck it. it was just a shitty meme on the internet, and it was like, I like how bitches are always like, Ted Bundy's so hot, and it said he looked like the walrus from some fucking animated movie. And that was like, my meme. You didn't, <laughs> you didn't make that. I did make it. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. I did. I saw that months before you posted it on your page. Don't even uh, try to fucking claim credit for that. I saw that like four months before you decided to post yeah, it on the page. You. you have to do this episode again. It's going to get copyrighted. You're this fucking <laughs> asshole. Hose the the guy that makes that like happens to be following us, he's like, you're you're going to fucking die. <laughs> Finds me in my house. Anyways, so, yeah. So, Lazur had read somewhere that an ear infection is the most common infection and without treatment can be very severe. Yes. So, he bashed his ear in until there was a gaping wound. Do they know what with what? 
from from context again it doesn't say but from context it sounds like from my opinion it sounds like he did it off the wall it sounds like he just smashed his fucking ear against the concrete prison wall until it was just gaping and yeah and then it till his ear looked like conor mcgregor's ears his ears are fucked grievous mcgrievous Alex is a huge Conor McGregor fan, so and that's that's why I made that joke before. Because yeah. Alex's Instagram is Jake Paul's a joke. That's <laughs> yeah, Jake Paul small dick. <laughs> Jake Paul small dick. Yeah. That's what it is. He's Conor would one punch him. So within a few days, he had a nasty infection. Police then obviously set an appointment at the hospital for treatment. The or the prison that he was in, I guess, didn't have a ward, or the ward wasn't capable enough to treating such an infection that he had. He needed professional doctors' opinions. So, Lazure knew that there would be plenty of tools around the hospital to help him get out of his handcuffs. But he was also under strict supervision. He, and this yeah, is, this so is pretty bomb. That's why I said Hold on. Yeah, no, wait, yeah. wait a minute. Hold on. Yeah. I got a lot. I know you know what happens, but I got a I lot. I A lot that comes up that, like, really contradicts the fact that you think that he's dumb right now because this is some of the smartest shit that's, I've ever heard That's why life. I brought up Ted Bunny because I was just going to say that he is almost like almost as intelligent when it comes to his escape as Ted Bundy is. He was also under strict <clears throat> supervision. But he was able to snag a small cuticle trimmer from the waiting that's room. That's so crazy. Why the fuck was that in the waiting room? That's disgusting. It's like, here, we got magazines. Pop and critical trimmer. This is not for you when you're yeah, bored. The hospital waiting room. Yeah, that is extremely weird. And I guess it's the '80s because nowadays yeah. that, that is would never fucking be. And that, yeah, too. Hey, do you want COVID? COVID, especially. Yeah, do you, do you want, want COVID? COVID? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he grabbed it quick and was able to snag it and hide it in his pocket. So crazy, man. While waiting. He hinted to the officer that he needed to use the washroom. I got a pee, bro. The officer did not uncuff him, but did let him go in private. And this is my favorite part because that's all it says in the book, is the officer let him go in private. Yeah. And from a small town, you hear a lot of news, you hear a lot of gossip, and the fact that my dad grew up and lived there at the yeah, time. Yeah, so crazy. His story was he made a gay joke. He said, what? Oh, Are yeah. you gay? You want to follow me into the fucking washroom? Oh, and the cop's the cop like, was like, uh, okay, go in the fucking bathroom. Hey, but yeah. I'm right outside the door here. <laughs> what are you, fucking gay? Yeah, back in like 18, 1986, like, that yeah. would actually like hit someone's ego hey, hard. You'd be yeah. like, no, fuck. <laughs> fuck off. Nowadays, right, it'd be like, fuck off. I'm coming in with you. I don't yeah. fucking care. And I'm, I'm transgender. You can't come into the washroom. You're like, yeah. yeah, I'm gay. I'll show you who your daddy is. So that that was that was a big thing. Like, whether that's true or not, it's just cool to hear, like, the fun, like, yeah. rumors coming from the town itself. And that's why I really wanted to do this, too. But, um... <clears throat> I want a serial killer. So yeah, so (laughs) you'll be one, I'm sure. So so he he went to the washroom. He let him go in private. But while alone, he ended up breaking the cuticle trimmer, trying to get out of his hair comes. Cheryl, look, right? You're done. He broke it? He broke it. He snapped it. How do you snap a little metal thing? Trying to fucking ream it into fucking handcuffs. It's one of the dollar store ones. Oh, yeah. He was trying to get out of his fucking handcuffs. And and it would just snap inside of it, probably. So you should all look, right? This motherfucker has been planning this escape for so long that he, while in prison, made a shift key out of metal and he hid it inside of a cigar. He he just assumed he like fucking straight up like I don't know if he stole the key and like made a print. 
but like or guessed what it looked like or been in had so much kinky fucking fuck sex yeah. by himself that he knew exactly <laughs> what this, that looked like. This is smarter than Ted Bundy. That's insane, man. Because what did he do with the cigar? Did he hoop it? Is it up? No, 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 no. You're allowed to have cigars back then. And you're just like, oh, I'm yeah. going to the washroom. No, 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 cigars. no, 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 no. He, ha- he had his pack with him. It was just a pack of cigars. You're allowed to smoke. Nobody, 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 nobody said that crazy. like prisoners were allowed to have cigarettes back then. I understand cigarettes. I understand no, but that again, I, it was of the having thing. cigarettes it was, on the yeah. yard and shit. And like again, that. like you never really, th- that's, that's where prisoners originally had hid shit. And that's why I guess that went away. How the fuck do you have cigars? And, I get cigarettes. So he, so anyways, so he made his weird. makeshift key, hid it in a cigar. And that was his, his secondary ass. option, thinking it wouldn't work. It was he like, fuck, I need something hole. else. It was in the cigar. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what he put I guess in his he butthole. Just had it, like, he put something like, else in his butthole. But that's not what he's putting in his butthole. Oh, he had God. that in a cigar pack and just in his pocket. And anyways, it, I find that it crazy. fucking worked. And <clears> he <throat> also had a TV antenna that he ripped off the prison TV, which he concealed. And, oh. I, and I quote... On his body, so it's gotta be in his I'm ass. I'm pretty fucking person. sure that meant ass. in his ass because, like, there's no way. Like, you do still get patted down. It's like, oh, those are just cigars, whatever, and they put them back. Like, when he you see a, a TV antenna, it's like, what are you doing with this? It's <laughs> but they're collapsible. Pooper. Probably just like a. But again, so but no, 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 no. This is old school, dude. 80s antennas that he yeah, ripped off the prison and TV. No. No, those are pure fucking rabbit antennas. We're thinking of like CD players where you like yeah, push no, it dude, down the, those the those TVs those too. collapsible collapsible antennas. I'm pretty sure didn't even make an existence until no, the nineties. Okay, okay, think about the eighties. The bunny ears were like yeah, oh, it, was, honey, it was a bunny ear, and they're fucking yeah, yeah they're they're yeah. playing with them. Yeah, that yeah. is what he ripped off, and he put he ripped his, off one of those. He put in his pooper again. His pooper is off of. <laughs> Miramichi hearsay <laughs> from my father. But, okay, unless but, he's and a the big book dude, says on his he's a body. big dude. Maybe he held it in his fucking belly fold. I I, I don't think he is was he big? that big. He, he like was a, a chubby he, he's, bastard. He's a chubby he's, dude with yeah, a big beard. He's just a, he's, a, he's like me. Uh, chubby like dude. Not, I don't know that chubby. I have the pictures. I don't know. Do, do you know his weight? His weight was uh, two forty six on the dot. I don't fucking. I know. don't fucking. I was like, there's no fucking. <laughs> I was like, way bitch, that's that. how much you weigh. <laughs> so you can take that, however you think that means. But he decided to use I that antenna as a weapon. As he opened the bathroom door, he hid it behind his back. And when the officers weren't looking, and this is again <laughs> another crazy, favorite fucking so part, enough. he pointed it at them. Like, I guess, putting it to the back of one of the cops. Yeah, that's what I think, too. The TV antenna to one of the guards' necks. And told them that he said that this is a weapon and you better drop your guns. And both of them fucking did it. Because both cops are like, yup. Gun's gone. <laughs> they didn't know they had it. He, I, the, me, like we both think that was probably like to the back of his neck, and they just like they were turned around for some reason. And then he's like, "I have a weapon. <coughs> Drop your shit." Could have been like a knife. Like you it's don't know, right? Shit he didn't take too, the so gun. Did he? Used to that shit. I would have taken one of the guns. I don't think he did. Did he? And never mentioned that. No, I would. I, I feel the like the, yeah. you not. You're already in shit. You fucking yeah. take a gun. You might as well. And then but you anyways, run around the hospital, but like, everybody case. freeze! So he's okay, like he couldn't have been that big because they bought it, they dropped their gun, so crazy. and then he bolted out of the hospital. Just but fucking you get your sprinted one out chance, of there. You get your one chance, right? And sprinted the fuck out to the point that the cops 
were still, I guess, terrified that he had a gun? <laughs> what did they have, yeah, were they lying like in field fucking position? It's like naked guy, they're still standing. Town, like, they gave him like a, a like a five minute head start. Like I still don't understand how the fuck he actually got away. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mississippi. You fucking Ready or not here I come. Bullshit, fucking police force. I just picture them standing there like this, and they're looking at each other like, uh, uh, "Is he gone?" It's like ten minutes later, the nurses are like running around crazy, like. You guys put your fucking hands down. Anyone so he's gone yet? Here, yeah, this is this is this is the best. So police started their search within ten minutes. Within ten ten minutes. minutes. I. These two fucking cops were so goddamn embarrassed about what just happened that they, they didn't like, call anybody else. They're like, "We'll find him. We'll find like, him right quick. We gotta I, make up a story quick." He, he couldn't have went far, man. No, they he couldn't did. Have went far. Like, Before we call the authorities, know what we gotta do? Have a cigarette. Have a cigarette. All right, let's have a cigarette and we'll talk about what just happened. And they're like, "Uh, so he said he had a knife, a big, big, big knife." That's <laughs> not. A he lie. then jacked a car and sped off. Occasionally sweet switching vehicles because he was smart. He's like, "Fuck, they're gonna they're gonna catch the shit." Not a bad idea. He was pretty much beating up the car owners and taking their cars while it's running like fucking GTA. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I like, swear to God, he's actually opening the door and be like, "Excuse me, can, you, can you get a donation to Red <laughs> Fucking Bell, bitch?" <laughs> On the concrete. <laughs> Hoping the cash just falls out in the club just beside the body. He's <laughs> like, oh, $7,000. So Thank funny. you. <laughs> oh, San Andreas. Remember in San Andreas when, like, uh, the, the hookers had big dildos and you could, like, you remember, you could beat them with the big dildos? You remember that? I, I don't remember I think remember you're thinking that. of Saints Row. No, no, San Andreas. Oh, Saints Row, too? I can see that happening. No, Saints Saint Row, because I just downloaded the fucking... Oh, and you can do that in Saints Row. You have a no. giant dildo called the Punisher. And you start no, that, I oh, that's that. awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> I love that. But um, in San Andreas, uh, the hooker used to walk around. They're way more skimpy outfits than they are in the new version. And they fucking... Would, you could get dildos and beat the fucking hookers with dildos and shit. Not like that anymore. So anyways, <laughs> panic sets in. Obviously, it's like this is an escape fucking killer. Like, what's he gonna do? So, police make an announcement to Mayor Machine that he was on the loose. I got a question. What's that? Why do you look like the thing from uh, um, Mario? You know the ghost things. So, Alan was now <laughs> hell bent on revenge. This motherfucker was so pissed off that he was stuck for parole, that he lived his life like that, and that town treated him that way. That he just wanted to make this and town he's fucking like pay. Thirty nine, right? Uh, yeah, around this time, like probably yeah. thirty eight, thirty nine. Yeah. So anyways, he said publicly, I guess, that he had be he had been wronged about being about being in prison. That that was bullshit. He shouldn't have went to jail in his mind. I should have went to prison. I know did. I beat those ladies. I forgot I was gonna ask. Uh did that dude die? Old good feller? Um, Mr. Good Mr. Glendenning did Glenn die. Yeah. Okay. But his wife didn't. Yeah, yeah. His wife did survive. His wife survived, but his yeah. Nailed it. Damn. Damn. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> so now he was ready to make the community pay for it. <laughs> it took only 26 days after his escape to claim his first victim. Annie Flam. You said 20 minutes? 26 days. 26 oh. days. He so hid because he's, he's, like, he's like, I got to hide for a little while, lay a little low, <laughs> and then like, and then get my revenge because like what are you gonna do you can't you can't go get a normal job anymore they're gonna catch you eventually you gotta just fucking go for broke i just wonder where he was like is he i don't know where like oh well it 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 gives you it it'll give you nippets give it a bit um so anyways so it took him 26 days 
Um, Annie Flam, a 75-year-old shop owner, again, and Nina Flam. She was only in her <laughs> late 60s. That's the right. two lived together just above their store, just like the Glendennings. On May 29th, 1989, Leger broke in. Easy targets, right? He beat her with a blunt object breaking her. A blunt object breaking her jaw. Can we guess what blunt object it was? Yeah, it doesn't say. Go ahead. Was it a book? I don't know. A book? Do you have a guess? A king size Mars bar. Yeah, could be. Um, I've been hit with one of those so far. That shit hurts. Shit fucking hurts. (laughs) That you have. Um, uh, A candlestick. A strap on blue dildo. It's got to be blue. A candlestick in the cellar. All right. Well, I don't know because it never said. <laughs> Anyways, Should sexually say, assaulting uh, her and then killing her in her bed through brute force. Just straight just up beat, beat the, the fuck out of her until she died. That's well, fucked. So yeah. anyway, so Nina's in the other room and she heard the ruckus and that always fucking gets me. He pretty fucking well waited till she's beaten and she's in the other room like. This sounds like a lot of ruckus over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what's, what's, what's the lady that she found her sister's name? Uh, she found Annie. She's like, man, is Annie just watching her pornos again? It sounds <laughs> Probably like a, she was just getting a lot of screams. Yeah, she's, like, she's getting some. Yeah, yeah. I don't get none. Exactly. <laughs> I don't get Yeah, that. we're going to go three ways. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Nina in the other room hears the ruckus and saw Lejeune on top of her sister. Shouting. That ain't consensual. He was <laughs> shouting while he was beating the fuck out of her. Everyone has done me wrong. This city will fucking pay. It's so crazy. And she walks in like, I would just like slowly just backed out of the room. I'm sorry, sister, but I'm out of here. Like I would just slowly backed up. Nina, unable to contain her <laughs> fucking screams. Of course, I would scream like a fucking girl. I'd be like, holy what I'd am I super looking quiet at? And I'd leave the room. <laughs> You'd be like, "Bye, Chelsea." <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd, I'd, I'd kill. If it was you, I would maybe let it happen and make uh, sure you're alive later on. So it's like feel his pulse. <laughs> Nina was unable to contain her scream. She ran, but Lejeune was faster. He beat her until she. And this is a this is an amazing thing to do. Yeah. He beat her until she faked her death. She's she so saw smart, that so coming. Smart, so smart that she was able to just. Go, I'm dead. And like, hope to God he bought it. Like, had no feeling in her body at that point either. It's also extremely smart, though, because like the things you should do. You know how hard it is to fake your death when someone's punching you? He already thought he killed that one bitch and she wasn't dead. Serial killers make that mistake. No, he probably knocked her out. Yeah. This chick literally faked it and went, fuck it. Like, yeah, my face is numb. I just. Hey, you play possum. That's what you yeah. do. It's so, fucking smart, man. Anyways, Lejeune thinking that both sisters were dead, exit the shop. And I don't think he was thinking that both the sisters were dead because this time he was a little smarter. He set the fucking thing on <gasps> fire. Oh, on his way out, he just set it on fire. He's like, fuck this. I'm he was like, no one he fucking learns from I think this. he was a yeah, pyromaniac. So guess what, though? She realized the house was burning, so she ran outside. Lejeune was waiting for her. Do I smell fire? No fucking way. And he threw her right back inside the house. 
Is that dope? You take the bitch. Just and waiting you, outside you the front door, waiting in. for her to and come running out. Imagine thinking like, oh, he's gone running out of the door, and you see him just stand there, and he's like, sup, baby girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no fucking shit. Oh, I would have been shit. like, all right, I'm going. Ah, uh, yeah, got me. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy <laughs> thing is, <laughs> is he must have fucking thrown her back inside and then held the door shut. Or something along those lines. But, like, it's so hot, man. You couldn't hold that door. Yeah. You but I guess no, that, that, is, that is what I guess he did. But, like, how do you just... I Nina, know. I guess he didn't care if he got she, caught anyways. Yeah. He's fucking... Nina was found barely conscious, suffering third-degree burns and losing part of her fingers and toes. This bitch it's a, such a small town, remember, that fires, like... Get recognized yeah, immediately. That? That's what I'm saying. Why did there like Yeah, yeah a ballsy yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> or, or you do the he old maneuver. Again, though, but if you let it like, inside yeah. and close the door, people wouldn't notice from outside. Yeah, no, but I, I right thought away maybe, anyway. maybe he was smart enough. Probably not. But he had a chair outside of the door, and then he shoved the chair into the door handle. Yeah. Something like that, even a board. Oh, well, again, like he threw her back inside, and then she's, she's trying to find another exit, and then... Gets the yeah. gets the carbon monoxide or whatever in her mouth and That's, yeah because technically then you would be like okay I'm not going back out that door yeah because he's, 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 he's fucking <laughs> sitting there and there's no other fucking door yeah. so I'm gonna try to jump through the second story window uh, no, you always third have a time's fire the charm yeah <laughs> so anyways uh, people started installing so after he gets away obviously um, news reports reports it and people started installing what they called in the town leisure lights. And honestly, it was just yeah, a light yeah. on the on a pole that people dug in their backyards, stuck weird. a pole and put a light on it just so they wouldn't fucking See, be in the that's, dark. That's people were weird. fucking terrified. And that's that's weird too because most times you have in every Suku case, like when you hear about oh maniacs on the loose, they buy guns, gun stores get sold the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, they buy any type of weapon they can get and they lock their doors and they usually get a some sort of security. The fact that these people were just like I think a light will do it. Well, it's 1980s. <laughs> I know, but you get a gun. And it's you a small a town. No, it's, it's just, it's just like, I don't, I don't want him lurking yeah. in the dark. I just yeah. don't want him there. Like, it's like, yeah. mo- and most of these, see it go off. And most of these guys like, oh, too, oh, whether they maybe. can handle it themselves or not, honestly yeah. can like every single one of them think they can take on an army. Quick tip They're for all, all the people fucking very high end. Yeah. Like I am so much to, stronger. To, Look yeah. what I can do. To and do, it's like, fuck off, man. You can't fucking this, do that. Uh, this is Chelsea's dad speaking, okay. but the cheapest form of security is light. I was going to say, is a new fee? No. <laughs> is, is light because um, we, we Chelsea. And they're not very no, good. <laughs> no, no, but to, to be honest, if you leave kidding. like your house light on, stuff, houses that are completely dark and blacked out, people will be more likely to break into. But if a house has a light on, Chelsea always leaves a light on every night. This is why I get the yeah. locking the door shit. Yeah, because you're fucking paranoid. Because Chelsea is. Chelsea was raised by her dad that thing. was like, anything's going to come and kill you, so you better leave your lights on, your doors locked, and make sure you have a gun. So like, so I got, I got a when, gun tucked in my asshole every night. When did that oh, happen? Yeah. He he attacked. What was that? May? Yeah, May. Did I say? Yeah, I think late May. Yeah, I said May 29th. and he wasn't seen again until October. So how? Uh, holy fuck! April, May, June, July, October. This is what five I'm months. He what killed. The fuck he killed he those doing? two people. Set their house on yeah. fire. Well, killed one, I guess. One still yeah. survived because the fire department, I guess, got there in time. It's going it's going rampage. Like, there's a lot of serial killers that do this. You go fucking, and I don't think he's hit his Well, that's not, that's not rampage. No, that was two like, people. It's, no, it's like berserker mode where they, like, they freak out and they get in this, like, b- 
berserked out like rampage mode and like Ted Bundy did this when he went to Florida and killed all the fucking people in Florida but it's almost like that they get in the state because there's serial killers that can stop doing it for fucking months to almost a year I think BTK stopped for like five years and then or something like that I think it's two or three years and then went back to it and it's crazy how they can stop doing it, which Whoa, is fucking weird. It's shit, weird. Was this BTK's episode? No, man. I'm just, I'm just, it's just, just, just the fact that serial killers <laughs> and people that do crimes like that can lay low for a while and then all of a sudden start up again. And just be fucking normal. Is Jeffrey, that yeah, then? Jeffrey Dahmer stopped for like two months. So, anyways, Lazier wasn't was like spotted months, till so. October. Yeah. Now rewards were announced. Okay, back in the eighties. How much was the reward? Fifty grand, just. Mm. For information, that's, that's all you needed. Crazy. You didn't need it. You didn't need proof or anything. I just want it wasn't info. Leading to the arrest, or and we will give you fifty fucking thousand dollars. So much. Hey, you I'm know so how many false leads man. those motherfuckers probably got? They're like, well, like he hasn't been here yet, and we we're pretty tight. On to bring this back <laughs> to the last episode, he did look like a troglodyte. He looks like a caveman. Oh, He's got here, a big fun, beard, long fun hair. thing. I, I don't have in this episode written out, but again, for my father when it happened. Yeah. Again, this was mid-October when this happened. Halloween was canceled that year for all the kids. That sucks. All the kids. And my dad My dad lived yeah, there at the time. He's like, fuck. He's like, we're stuck I'd inside. I'd rather die and eat the candy instead of getting well, the candy again, than dying. At, at the time, <laughs> yeah, my dad was born in fucking what? I think he said like late 60s. Fuck, I don't know his exact year he's born. But late 60s. I think like 68. But, uh, Can you stop eating your dick? But he was... So, like, 20 years old at the time. I'm sure he wasn't going to go out trick-or-treating. But I guess Halloween <laughs> Halloween was canceled for the fucking kids. I love Unless Halloween. you were. Dad, were you going to go out fucking trick-or-treating? Because I know you're going to listen to this episode. I went out when I was 16. I was yeah, drunk and you're high. fucking stupid. I'm just kidding. Anyways, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he was so, but he was always a few steps ahead from every little nit bit of information they got. Yeah. Every time they found an old barn or a deserted area, more clues were found that he had been there just days prior. <laughs> so it's like, what is it? Like a half put out cigar? No, I'm assuming like shit in the corner. Well, that would be more of like a yeah. clue, like shit days. Days there goes my well, dog. No, but the thing is, it, it's almost like him. Sitting and waiting. So it's almost probably evidence that somebody was staying somewhere. Like, can, yeah, you, you where see the like, fuck did he go for all those months? And we, old barns and yeah. deserted areas. He literally just hit, dude, there's so many woods out there, yeah. man. That's all it is. It's you, deserted area. <laughs> you remember? All you the, could hide yeah. for so fucking long. Remember Nobody would know River you're there. Falls, how that guy just hid out in the, the barn and the dad's like, oh, why are you in my barn? It's the same thing. It's like, yeah. why are you here? It's like, you don't, you don't. Ever think that somebody would be there. It's crazy that he went in that mentality of I'm going to find wherever I can to sleep and I'm going to stay there. So again, though, like I said, on October 13th, he struck again. It was 1989. Fuck a month before my brother was born. So yeah, so 30, 31 years ago. Yeah, shit. 32, I guess now, but 31 and a half, whatever. Danny, hello. Um, he's not going to listen. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> anyway, so Alan struck again. He'd usually choose older victims and his next ones would be again. It's, it's it. the same as fucking Richie and every other fucking pussy out there is they go for the people that are easy to attack. Chugging a shot quick for a quick commercial break. Yeah, dude. Shot a dry gin. Yeah. Commercial break. Let's get Bombay. it. Get it. Let's do it. You can do it. It's a good day's girls. 
Oh, pine needles. Yummy. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, so, Alan struck again on October 13th, like I said. And he'd usually cho- choose older victims, and his next ones would be. Police sent out a statement saying that if he turned himself in, they would make a decision on his parole. That's so <laughs> These motherfuckers actually sent a PSA going, Alan, if you turn yourself in... We might get to talk about your parole. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's the like at that shit. at that point, literally lie. Be yeah. like, honestly, Alan, if you turn yourself in yeah. right this second, we will sentence you They're to desperate. six months. They're desperate. Six and like and, and, and that kill him. and no, but then you don't have to do that because fuck him. You could literally just say like six months and be like, and then when he gets in, be like, yeah, okay, that was just a trick. But like it, in his mind, be like, well, okay. They knocked it down to six months because they're scared of me, and I made it my point. Because he's dumb, right? Like, that could have been Honestly, a fucking... That could have fucking worked. I was going to say, if you were a serial killer and you were smart enough and you got somehow a lawyer to sign that what they said is true, you could get away with it because what the fuck happened to Carla Homoka, where she lives in Paris now and has kids, because she made a deal. Ah, uh, so no, deal, he, he already fucked up I know, pretty I know. bad. I know, I'm <laughs> at saying, this point, when they made that If you're that smart PSA. enough to make a deal, most times you're a female, you might get it. It's fucking sad. Anyways, his next victims were sisters. Sisters Linda and Donna. Oh, Oh. wait, hold on. Linda and Donna Donnie. Someone actually named their kid Donna when their last name was Donnie. You're an asshole. You're a fucking asshole. Your parents, you're a fucking dick to name your kid that. It's an asshole name. The fans find it funny. Let alone, yeah, the fans. (laughs) Are those the Friends fans? Two dogs laying under the the table The 70s show? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so yeah. So Donna was 45 and her sister Linda was 41. That's not that old. That's not that old, though. It's still older. Like, you're like an older woman. It's not like a 20-year-old woman or anything. Still to the point where you're like, maybe your muscles have atrophied a little bit. 45 and 41. All right, you can still kick ass. Yeah, you can still get it. If you were hey, a badass well, in the first know. place, though, you had to be a badass in the first place yeah. to be able to kick ass. At I find Jennifer Aniston is extremely attractive. Yeah, but I don't like, think she's that strong. Stronger too. Yeah, yeah very two different no. things. Tom looks pretty spry for a 40-year-old. I'm not 40. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm 40, Anyways. oh my God, man, I got to look good. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're pretty saying. sexy. Yeah, dude. Good for you. Leisure broke into their home. Tied, oh, fuck, I forgot about this. Tied Linda to a chair, making her watch him beat and rape her sister. (laughs) That was the wrong button. (laughs) That was the wrong fucking button, you asshole. That's not okay. (laughs) That's... That's fucked. He tied her to a fucking chair. See, I feel like... And just been like, watch this, bitch. Like, what the fuck? He started ramping up. If you ever played The Witcher, shit like that happens all the time. Okay, I haven't. Did you not know play, video games you did that. Play the yeah. That game is that game. Sweet. I I I'm fucking I, sweet or yeah. holy fuck demented. Well, you need to come over because I keep getting stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I get stuck at my buddy Mitch. God, like, you suck at video games. No, I do. He's fucking, like Billy. Come over, beat Tony Hawk for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mitch, that's been on. Like we always say, how do I Mitch gets props so often on this? But Mitch is on the Strange Rue, uh, the Strange Japanese episode. And he was on the Christmas episode. Mitch is a chill dude, but he was like, play the Witcher, play the Witcher. I played and I keep getting stuck. And so I that, that's what happens in that game. Yeah. 
You tie you, people to chairs and rape other don't people. Don't do that. But there's like yeah. a quest line where you're like trying to hunt this like serial killer guy. You can have sex in that point, game. There's titties in it. Shit. Yeah, you get to see boobies. You get to fuck people. Milkers. Yeah. Got a girlfriend, Alex. <laughs> hey, did you see the fu- uh, the new Resident Evil? Everyone's just making don't. those things with that big titty bitch. I didn't. She's like seven feet tall. Anyways, this is a stupid fucking. (laughs) I'll keep that because it's hilarious. Let's carry on. So yeah, so he he made her watch while he did that shit. Yeah, and autopsy showed (laughs) that he toyed. And experimented with them That's for what I'm hours this before is, finally this killing them. This is when them. he's getting into his rampage he's mode. Just, he's, he's just talking with them and like maybe giving cape. them little cuts on the, the wrist, watching them bleed yeah. out a bit while he's still fu- like he's that's finding his, He's finding his kink, as Alex said, and almost finding his how he's been already like ramping up to this. And now this is his time where he's like, I'm already done enough fucked up shit. Yeah. I, I, this is when I'm going to I'm going to play around and I'm going to do whatever I want, because either way. I'm getting caught. He knows it. You would know it in your fucking mind. You would be like, I'm getting caught, so I'm going to Eventually, do- like, I'm on the run right yeah. now. Well, he like, I'm, I'm just doing my last. escaped, so he's probably just. Like, he's like, I don't think they're going to let me escape I'm going to make the most. <laughs> the TV antenna might not work next time. That's yeah. literally what he's doing. He's making the most of his The his most, time. though. Like, that's, that, that's fucked that to even think like that. Be like, yeah, well, to make the most of it, i got to kill a lot wow. of oh, people. Oh, hey. Okay, you can't but- blame him. you got to yeah. blame all those little assholes that were bullying him. Yeah, yeah this is all because of you. Every <laughs> single person if you grew up with him and you said that you laughed at him because his father yeah, was dead if you're all alive. those murders are in your hands don't yeah. make fun of somebody because they might have him shooting you in a school shooting so. there's a that, fucking good chance at this point happened everybody's some people don't like to get fucked with <laughs> everyone's with all these fucking genders and shit now because everyone's sensitive yeah wow that's a that, fucking no, off top no, no fuck it's off trendy. that's not it's i don't trendy. fucking care it's trendy anyways hey, I wanna be he a girl. just Peered, tortured them. And again, before leaving the house, he's like, fuck it, set it on fire. <laughs> yeah. Fuck See, it. that's what I'm saying. He ran. He was like, okay, I liked fire last time. It kind of turned me on. I like that. I like fire. Ooh, Which then police realized at that point that he had an M.O. He wanted. Yeah, pe- he did. He, he wanted people to know did. that he was there. Yeah, and he wanted people to be scared of him. Yeah, that was his whole point. He Look wanted the me. entire town I'm to Alan. know that yeah. this happened to him, and this is why yeah. this is happening to him. <coughs> no. <laughs> Anyways, drum roll. So this case specifically was one for fucking history in the entire fucking world. Because this is the very first fucking time in ever that mm-hmm. DNA evidence was used to actually convict somebody. That's Which a, is this fucking is a crazy. round of applause moment. This is when DNA evidence created and it was on a serial killer in the small ass fucking town. And I, I just want to say how crazy that is in general in the fact that this is one, a Canadian case is one of the first cases that they actually, there is an American case where they use DNA, we get it, but Canada, this is prominent in our time in history and the fact that, you know, what we talked about Par Bernardo on another episode, what he did and he's like, I'm not going to get caught and this DNA was like all over everything and it's just like, you're a fucking idiot. But anyway, a rapist, you piece of shit. Yeah, pretty much. So fingerprints, uh, fingerprints, 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 a fingerprint. We've been doing this for a while, and I've been chugging beer, so chill. <laughs> fingerprints, blood, hair, I don't know why I did this. and 
Traces of semen were all linked back to Lazure. Semen. No more witnesses needed. You don't need nobody anymore. the proof. He did come on somebody or in someone. They got daddy's cummies. And now people (laughs) began to sleep with rifles and pistols. Well, Well, yeah. yeah. I don't know why you didn't do that. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the line. I'm scared. (laughs) This is enough. Do we have pistols in Canada? It's not legally allowed to be owing a pistol. Yeah, I think there's like a a section in there going, I have a serial killer on the loose. And they're like, here's the 22. Yeah, just hand it Yeah, just be like, buddy, just fucking, yeah, don't die. You're near a police station. I live in this fucking town right now and I'm losing my goddamn mind. I'll train you. First 24 rounds are on us. Bobby's gun shop is now sold out of old pistols. If you want your pistols, go down to Bobby's that, gun shop. That's the best thing. I don't know where they're getting them because this town didn't have a gun shop. I feel like well, every, maybe back then everyone did. just it had didn't a bow when, and It didn't when I was there. Yeah. So like, I, I don't know if they, they did now. <laughs> or, Stupid little town of Burford I mentioned. Then. They have a fucking triggers and bows, it's called. And they have guns and a bunch of bow and arrows. Oh, but, yeah. But that's it, the same but thing. But in Canada... <laughs> Triggered <Canada>. fucking <laughs> Glocks and old medieval shit. That's literally what it is. <laughs> but but it, it, for, for the listeners in the States, most times you can only own like a rifle or a shotgun and a shotgun can do damage, but it's, it's more or less for oh, just a little damage. I know. Yeah. Well, a shotgun, a shotgun would only like type, give you a little bit of damage. Depends the type of bullet you use. I yeah, don't fucking know. care what type of bullet you fucking use. Miss it's a, replacing your it's a entire shotgun. <laughs> Handguns <laughs> are technically pretty illegal in Canada unless you have a special firearms license. It's, it's mostly rifles. And yeah. Cause, guns. cause <clears throat> well, well, again, I'm not even going to, Include shotguns in that category because it's I know it's, dudes it's hunting. Like five shotguns. I understand they have them. I'm not saying that it, they're used Legally, for hunting. Le- well, yeah, but, and that's Canada's big they, thing is you can have whatever you want for hunting. They hunt their ex girlfriends. Yeah, pretty fucking much with a goddamn shotgun. <coughs> Anyways, so now yep, blast that the, bitch to pieces like she did to your heart. Fuck that. Anyways, now the monster of Miramichi. It was his media name. It was called, and he was it. This is his mo. His mo was setting people on fire. He loved, and his his name was the monster Miramichi. The manhunt for Leisure is still to date the largest manhunt in all of Canada. Because he lasted quite a while, yeah. man, on the run. Like, but that's the thing, fucked. It, it, it's, it, uh, all the people in the States are going to be like, <laughs> it's nothing compared to us. Because they, uh, they had 16-year-olds doing how long, shit. How long, was, <laughs> yeah, how long was theirs in the States? It just said Canada. I didn't, Ted, I didn't Bundy was like a, a, Ted Bundy alone was like, um, like a couple months, but there's other people too. No, dude, this is like a year and a half. Yeah, Total. that's pretty drastic. I'm, tr- well, I'm actually, actually trying like, to again. I, I need to look, relook at the states. I think like from escaping to but being after caught. Being caught. Yeah. I think it was being about a in year. Prison escaping. That's it was about a year. Than, that's longer yeah. than Ted Bundy. It was um, about a year. I'm trying. Th- and honestly, and yeah, I'm trying he to was in a else. small ass town of four thousand people, yeah. and he never left. How are he's not in a city of New York yeah. where there's millions of fucking people. He was in a town Ted of four thousand, and nobody could fucking find him. That's how you. Because there's forest men. He's just hiding. Yeah, we live in a yeah. rural place. Yeah. I'm saying that's how, you know, a lot easier to hide. Because they were like, oh my God, Ted Bundy's so hot. 
How the fuck do you not find this motherfucker? How do you not see him and be like, oh my God, that guy's hot. Wait, that looks like Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe it is, should, it's because people yeah. didn't find him hot in the day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they find no, him hot they now. <laughs> no, they <laughs> yeah. did. They did, man. Well, no, they found him hot after he got convicted. No, no they, they found yeah. him hot after Zac Efron played him in no, the No, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. No, <laughs> shit. That was when it really blew yeah, up. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if you guys eventually want to do it because if Alex is going to be on a little more for the fans, but we could eventually talk about serial killers and like the women who surrounded them and stuff like that like Richard Ramirez had the women in black that came into like that came to his court hearings or war in black oh, yeah. Ted Bunny had women that love shit I wish I was that motherfucker anyways yeah. this guy didn't this guy didn't have a lot of women so his <laughs> next murder yeah was the murder of father James Smith oh fuck I remember this one this motherfucker killed a church minister which he I'll should. Pedophile, anyways. <laughs> a minister. I didn't say Catholic, but he says father, so he's Catholic. <laughs> so Lejeune turned his sights onto a Roman Catholic priest, <clears throat> Father James Smith, from the Virgin Mary Church, which again I have. I have pictures of, and we're going to post these all to the Strange Brew page. You fucking I, better. I've been you in, forget all the fucking It doesn't time. matter. I will do this one because yeah. I have pictures of every single one. On my phone of every place that he's murdered, like these big ones that I'm saying anyway. Because my dad, before I even knew about him, my dad was able to drive me around and be like, yep, that's where the shop used to be. And it's just land now. And Billy had and a. Like, that's where it is. Take a picture. Billy and had like, a ball where the lube. second one was. And then, and then he brought me to the church. And then there was a place just outside the church. It's like, yeah, that's where they lived. So I was like, and like my dad lived here. And like, which is super people? cool. Like, this is like personal for me. Anyways, where else did he kill people? So he's from the Virgin Mary Church. James was very Virgin Mary. James was very loved in the community, and maybe that's why he was targeted. Because he's like, "Fuck you! You don't get to be loved." I was. I agree with that. Yeah. So November sixteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Did he touch him? Did he touch him? I don't. We don't know. I don't think this guy went to church. But anyways, (laughs) November sixteenth, nineteen eighty nine. Wait, his mom might have praying for her husband to come back. I, I hate that I even said a year because I, I truly don't remember the dates right now off the top of my head. Yeah. But anyways, we'll, we'll, we'll clarify that when we post it. Yep. Anyways, so he failed to turn up for mass and everyone seemed to panic. Rightfully so. This guy's, the, this guy's the always, always right there. I'm like, buddy, he lives next door. Like he's always in church. Like, he's like, like my, where the my, fuck are you? Like you didn't bother to come in or, right or tell anybody that you're sick or like <laughs> this is your fucking job. And once a week you got to show up and you just didn't. But he's been fucking religiously on time. Yeah. This is, <laughs> everyone's son's balls are dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> he was found dead in his home. <laughs> Stop fucking doing that one. <laughs> He was found dead in his home, his mutilated body lying on his kitchen floor. Autopsies show that he was tortured. His rib cages on both sides were broken, almost as if somebody jumped up and down on it repeatedly. More doing that in general is extremely fucked up. If you were to like say that you could just punch somebody or hit somebody's ribs with like a fucking hammer or some shit for them to, to like say in an autopsy that maybe somebody jumped up and down is like, this guy thinks it looks like it broke in like 17 different fucking places. This guy's body looks like a bouncy house. Why don't I jump on top of it and make sure his fucking ribs are broken? Like that's fucked fucked up, man. man. 
I don't even like but stepping he, on big ants. I don't like that crunch <laughs> out of my toes. <laughs> but here's the, here's the biggest thing, and I'm sure this was big for them when they were first <laughs> doing the DNA evidence. Yeah. And like, so, but this is more DNA. But it's it's hard to determine what was his DNA and what was the victim's yes, DNA. I'm sure yeah. they'd have to swab fucking everything, and they're like, "Holy!" Well, when fuck, they first man. developed this, like yeah. shit, even with uh, like this is costing yeah. a, a lot of money. I know, like, then. yeah. Well, when they we we've talked about yeah. fucking Paul Bernardo, but how he was swabbed, like he offered his like uh, spit, like um, when they were going around and testing people, and he was uh, the Scarborough rapist. So, and then he became the serial killer that he did. If people. A lot of people don't know about Paul Bernardo, but listen to our episode about it because me and Billy actually killed that episode. That was a great episode. And it is just crazy that it took years for them to actually test Paul Bernardo's DNA to prove that he was actually the Scarborough rapist. It took a while. It took a long time. Uh, well, but again, up. but back then it, it, it it's all about money because like that shit costs a lot of money. And back then, like this is this Ooh, is important to the community dollar, dollar. and they, they spent a yeah, lot of money doing small it. Ass yeah. place. But anyways, In here Canada. we go. This is what scares me because, and everybody gives cops a hard time because of their bullshit that they're doing. Fuck the police. There are a lot of cops that do see this shit that did not sign up for this shit. Yeah. They see shit like this. A police officer described the scene as a scene from hell. And his exact fucking quote was, there was blood everywhere. He was dragged all over his home. His eyes have been gouged out and his tongue was lying limp on the side of his mouth. That's fucked. Indicating that he tried to rip it out. That means Ooh, that he... this whole, Yeah, no, with like pliers or something. He and like, a few of his teeth were broken. Yeah. So he must have been hitting he them with the fucking... He was trying to rip dude. out his fucking tongue. Yeah. So this he cop just him. walked into yeah. this shit. He's like, holy fuck, man. Like, could you imagine seeing a body like that and just going like, I, this is not what I yeah. thought this would be. I thought I was going to bust kids for weed. I mean, like, yeah. this is fucking That's really getting a to little me. different. Remember yeah, that, that hits you personally, man. Horrifying crime scene and seeing a black guy jaywalking and be like, listen here, nigger. <laughs> <laughs> you know, black, that shit's okay. illegal, right? But He's only black. for you. <laughs> First time that word's ever been used on this podcast. Yeah, we're not black, so we're not allowed to say it. Alex I didn't is even here. say it. I said nigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, what, remember when we talked words to describe a guy that annoys you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. You ever hey, see that South Park? No, no, like, no, I don't. I don't God. think I should say. No. He was like he did the Wheel of Fortune. And it was like N was blank G G E R S. And he's like, I don't. I don't think that I should say. I think I know the answer. Yeah, go ahead. And he screamed, and he goes like, "Nigger." And it and was Naggers. <laughs> yeah, it was Naggers. And you see, like, the cameraman is like a black guy. And he's just peeking behind it. Like, <laughs> well, do, you, do you remember uh, I, and the Ed Gein episode where that cop saw the scene of Ed Gein's house? And then I think either the cop retired or he killed himself. I'm pretty sure he killed himself. Remember that cop killed himself? He saw the Ed Gein yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the I cop that. fucking killed himself. Dude, that's he's insane. Like, he's like, this is horrible. I can't live with seeing this shit. Boom. I'm dead. Which is scary uh, as fuck. Like, could you, like, that's, that's so hard to live with, man. I'm almost done my gin and that's fucked. Yeah, so like, how often does that happen now? Uh, well, this, what, I, I'm sure it still gin? happens. I'm sure it's just more or less like one at a time. So it doesn't make like stories like this because this That'll guy did so many. I'm seeing that once. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Seeing people beaten to death like that. My, my uncle was a lieutenant in Toronto, a Nobody cop, cares. and I'm, I was saying <laughs> he was kidding. the biggest asshole. I think I mentioned this before on this podcast, the biggest asshole in the world. Uh, he like He's still an asshole. Okay, I finished this and, before we go. Yes, and he 
he obviously, I think what uh, made him an asshole is he saw a lot of fucked up shit. He went to uh, a- Makes you insensitive. Yeah, he went to a crack house, I think, the, as a first responder and saw a baby dead. And I think it just fucked his head up and everybody okay. rest in peace. Sorry to just cut yeah. you off on that yeah. one. My you condolences. You're going to say I'm sorry? Yeah, you better fucking. I said my condolences. I, was I, cool. I, wasn't, I wasn't hearing where you were going with that. And then my uncle was super before. cool. He just smoked too much crack, man. You just can't fucking smoke crack. Yeah, well, did you know I'm heartbroken and my girlfriend broke up with me a week ago? My uncle yep. just died last week. I wasn't joking about that. <laughs> I did know that. Yeah, that's all fucking life. week I've been dealing with that's that. Yeah, we talked thing. about it last time. Yeah. It's Alex. more than a week. It's been like two. Alex. Almost two. My uncle died last Sunday because he overdosed. It it I don't care. I'm Sunday. heartbroken. He's straight up lying. <laughs> that didn't happen. Uh, it did. I just posted. You see last my Sunday? Yes. My, oh, oh, sorry. My I, thought, I thought you were died. trying to one up him. I'm no, sorry. I'm like, no, I was trying to one up him. him. When I was <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, everyone, this you. is bullshit. Rest in peace, Uncle Tim. Can I get a hail, Uncle Tim, everybody? All hail, right. Uncle Tim. All right, hail, go. Uncle Tim. All right. So, after. <laughs> see, I feel you bad just going back into it now. That should have been the end of the episode. Anyways, so after after what he did, Lazure then stole his car because, you know, he's. He loves stealing cars. He's like, fuck it. He doesn't have one. Everyone needs to get around. So he stole his car. He loves stealing cars. And they they found it abandoned near a train station 90 kilometers away. How long is that? What the fuck's a mile to a kilometer? I'm just joking. I'm really drunk. 90 kilometers away. A mile is like 0.7 kilometers. No. Uh, 2.2 kilometers is a mile. We've all drank a lot. What? Yeah. A mile's way more than a kilometer, you dummy. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of that. I think it's 1.8. A 1.8 kilometers is a mile off the top of my head. So off for you United States people, roughly, off. I'm going to go ahead and say like 140 miles away. Or no, that's not right. 90 kilometers. Uh, 64. Seven miles away. Who anyways, a shit? Well, I'm trying to pander. <laughs> so, anyways, where is he now? But a huge stroke of luck. Someone ID'd him saying that they saw him buy a ticket to Montreal. And then the police stormed. They stopped the train. Fuck. Unfortunately, no one was found. He wasn't on the fucking train. Someone's like, I saw him buy that ticket. He went on the train and he wasn't on the train. He got caught in the end, though. He wasn't on the train, though. So police began to lose hope. But the same day, more luck. (laughs) This this guy's really getting fucking shafted right now. (laughs) A woman approached, claiming that she knew where he is. She said she saw a man on the side of the road. He was bent over his engine, so she stopped to make sure he was okay. Oh, fuck. And then Legere appeared out of nowhere. So it was just actually a guy broke down on the side of the road, oh, bent over his engine. This woman stopped, okay. making sure he was okay, and then oh, Lazure appeared out of the woods. How smart is that? To catch somebody with a broken down car and be like, all right, I'm going to hide behind this tree. And wait and until someone tries to help you. Someone tries to help it, it's, it, the fact that like Ted Bunny would be like, look at me with my broken arm. I'm like, come help me. The fact that he used somebody else's uh, fuck up or essentially somebody else's um, help, need Misfortune. for help. 
as fortune. He literally used it as like a, a way to get himself into that situation where he needed a car yeah. or money and he's or like, something. Fuck it. He's like, here we go. It's this is, this is my ticket. Smart, and you're, you're 90 kilometers away, man. Like that's, that's, that's not quite walking distance. That's a, that's a, that's a good two day walk. Well, nine, the, 90 kilometers. Yeah. Maybe a day and a half to walk that. I was going to say, if you're Terry the, Fox, like a day. Uh, <laughs> that means a national treasure. <laughs> I was he just ran, gonna say he just ran the, though. That was my old joke. Yeah. <laughs> it was he was always he jogging. A side <laughs> note, the past couple of days when I've been taking my mom to the grocery store and shit, she's uh she she's has the dog. She has Roxy. No, she's not. She's like forty two. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> she was like, Yeah, I was walking the dog around like the apartment or whatever, like just around back, and there's like a little bit of like forestry, like trees. Yeah. It's not like fucking. Yeah, it's like, not you much. It's, it's down the street from yeah, it, basically. It's, it's a bit fucking It's crazy. a bit of trees, yeah. But she was like, oh, yeah, there was like a guy in like a onesie, like wearing a, <laughs> a big orange onesie, but it looked like it was too small for him. And then she was like, he ducked behind a tree and then like hid behind it for a little while. Yeah, and then nice. he popped out with a water gun and went pew pew shooting at the forest. <laughs> that guy was just cracked out of his fucking no, face. My mom just walking the dog hoping that it'll shit outside instead of in the house for once. <laughs> yeah, no shit. And she's just standing there and the guy looks at her and starts walking towards her and goes, what are you looking at, girl? And then fucking the dog just started going, Ugh. And then and the Roxy's guy fucking, a big dog. The guy ran into the forest. Yeah, she's a boxer. She's Disclaimer, nuts. if you have autism, stay out of the forest. Scaly. Why the fuck is that a disclaimer? Because it sounds like someone who is mentally handicapped. I'm sounding, it sounds like someone that's drugged out. Why did you go straight to that? <laughs> because it could be. It could be. Everyone has sure. ever mental illness All that exists. Right. All right. Anyways. So, Legere appearing out of nowhere, nowhere from coming out of the trees, taking them both hostage. He's now ordering yeah. them to take him <laughs> back to Miramichi. Take me back to this goddamn town. Yeah, because I, I want I want to keep going. Yeah. I'm homesick. Legier <laughs> took the keys from the engine. Oh, sorry. Whoa, I skipped a bit. Sorry. So as they, they both get in the vehicle and they start driving down, they need some gas. And Damn. as they start filling up, or sorry, as they pull up to the gas station, Legere's like, no, I, I'm fucking smarter than this. He takes the keys out of the engine himself. He's not even driving. Takes oh. the keys out of the engine himself and goes and fills up the gas himself. Mm-hmm. So they can't. What the fuck are they going to do? Run? Oh, yeah. You think so. But the woman, smartest fucking thing I've ever had in my life, had a spare set in her purse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Wait, what? As she's sitting, so he grabbed her keys out of the ignition, went to go oh. fill up the car. This and she's sitting there going, oh, we're so key. fucked, I guess. And then the second he walked into the gas station, pulls a fucking spare that, key. See, and this fucking is, I, I, I've said this before on the podcast, that I had a fucking lawyer, or, uh, I had a law teacher that was a lawyer. And this dude was fucking smart, and he used to tell us, he used to give us cases, like, how I ever first heard, like, I was in, like, grade 10, 11, how I first heard about, like, Paul Bernardo, really, and certain cases that we've actually dived on this podcast. The fact that you have to, like, think on your feet 
and you're in those situations, you have to do as much as you can in that situation. Well, okay, and like, she didn't do that much. She had a spare it's, set. It's, still, it's not it's on her. It's still crazy that she did. That she did. It, yeah. it, it's What are the that, odds of yeah. that? Because like usually when you have a spare set of keys, yeah. they're at home. It's You don't that carry that mother, your space yeah, set of keys with you. It's fate that motherfucker moved his fucking... Yeah. Like, that's weird, though. You, the, your spare set's supposed to be at home in case you lock your keys in your car and you're like, oh, I'm fucked. Okay, there, I got to go home and get my spare yeah. set and then come back. Yeah. You don't lock them with you because then you could lock both sets the, in the car. Like, the, that's the whole point of a oh spare key. Yeah, but if you're yeah. a girl and you have it in your purse, it's always on Sometimes you. Sometimes you leave your purse in the car. If, and if it, your normal set of keys go in your purse. There's so many coincidences in this case that are fucking crazy. So... The woman had a spare set. Scurried away. And told the police that. Police hurried, setting up roadblocks all over the area. Alan, at the gas station, with no fucking car, got his hands on a truck. (laughs) And police ID'd him on one of the roadblocks that they set up. So he finally thought he could get out of it. He's like, fuck that. I took the keys. I got it. And he jacked the truck. And then the police set roadblocks around the area because that probably took him a little bit to get right. Mm -hmm. Finally, they have their hands. On the monster of Mary Mary Machine. Machine. And and that's they, where he was yeah, caught. Yeah, he caught, caught. And he's what? Spend the re- he spent the rest of the life in jail. He, he died, had, right? it's about a month ago now, maybe two months, he had a parole hearing. Oh. <laughs> and basically that. the gist of the parole hearing was, ha, <laughs> Back to jail. Yeah. It's like every, that was yeah. his parole hearing literally two months ago from 1989. It's like every, he had one two months ago. It's like every time they had Charles Manson. The rest and they of, went, rest, <laughs> not a chance, they bud. back. let his ass out, put yeah. out an Amber Alert, and just be like, if you see this guy, just fucking kill him. Just rest beat his ass. Yeah, because we're not allowed to anymore because he's stupid laws. He's old as shit now, probably. Rest if he was dude, fucking, he is. No, he's, uh, he I was think, like 40 fuck, in what the was it? I read the parole hearing. 80s? Because my dad's big on that, right? Yeah, so he, yeah, he yeah. sent me the thing because he's obviously like, grew yeah, up there. That's grew personal, up that, dude. Then, like, yeah, and he's like, holy like, fuck. Cool. Yeah, this happened just, yeah, it was maybe about a month and a half ago. It was after yeah. Christmas. Yeah. After yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. already. Yeah, the, he just he yeah. just fucking went up for parole. I was going to say, rest in peace, Charles Manson. But it's like, but uh, <laughs> Manson had numerous appeals and he would go in front of the parole and they'd be like, oh, it's your time. And he'd be like, man, you don't understand the construct of my mind. I don't live within inside this prison. I live outside oh. of the walls of my mind. I've you will never the interviews yeah. back. Manson is dope, man. Crazy. He's one of my so, favorite people. But it's Earth. interesting to hear how he thinks like it's yeah. fucked. So, we Alan, very long I hope man. this was your serial killer episode. I hope Tom didn't drag you out on all of his serial killers. But you know what? Every story's hey, got to come to an end. You want to email serial us? killer I've ever heard yeah. of. So, uh, go to www.strangebrewpodcast.com. But if you want, uh, go to strangebrewpodcast at gmail.com. And, Alan, if you're listening... Send an email on your jail computer and let us know. So, Alan, I hope this episode did you well. This was your serial killer episode. And, you know, like, as Strange Brew, we like, we like to top up on everything. Like, I'm yeah, super happy it. I was able to do this because, like, I have, like, a little bit of a personal connection to it. And it, it's nice to say that. Um, I hope my dad comments on something like that. But I guess because it's time for Billy. It's Tom Cat's oh, fun fact of the day, motherfucker.
what is going on? So, in the 17th century in Iceland, a pair of necropants will show them on the Strange Brew podcast page if they allow it, because it's literally a picture of a pair of pants with a skin dick on it. Ooh. This is a completely <laughs> real. This is completely real. These are displayed at uh, Strangladalgia. I'm not going to pronounce this fucking Icelandic word. Uh, sure, in, in, in a museum. Uh, but this is about his li- <laughs> Icelandic sorcery and witchcraft. It was believed to bring the owner an endless supply of money. If you want to make your own necro pants, literally, uh, it's called now. I want Alex pants. Yeah, <laughs> some fucking boner pants. Get this, no, get this, get this. You have to have permission from a living man to use his skin after he's dead. I want your pants. You get permission. Yeah, you have okay. to get permission. So I, if I'm like right, Billy, Billy, if I die before you can, you can have my. You can my have skin pants. You can have my skin pants. You can play too. my skin flute. Hey, Billy. I, I already play your skin flute. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Billy, stupid. Billy, do, stupid. You want, do you want my skin pants? They'll be like baggy ass jail pants. I, I don't want yours. It'll Everyone like, will uh, think I'm a racist. Some cholo <laughs> So you have to have permission of the owner. Uh, if you want to make your own necro pants, have, to have a permission from a living man. Is this to, still to date? Yeah. Like, to, this is okay? Like, no, you can no, do this no, now? No, This is in the 17th oh, century. Oh, I was like, you can still um, ask somebody and so, they'll be like, don't worry. You walk in on their funeral and you're like, get this. don't worry. I got permission. <laughs> After he has been buried, you must <laughs> dig up his body Fillet his skin. Oh, that's annoying. You have to the, dig yes, it back up. Yes. That's annoying. Why? Why? What was the point? You'd it be doesn't like, buddy, sound just like they me. got permission. Hell, the fucking coffin only covers the front half anyway. So you have to fillet the skin of the corpse in one piece from waist down. So you have to be super careful, like an exacto knife what, kind of shit, what if like you a fuck box it up? cutter. It's not going to fit you. You're not going to be able to put the pants on. But you can sew it. I guess my girlfriend's really good. Sewing. As soon as you step, she gets those pants. As <laughs> soon as you step in the pants, they will stick to your own skin. So supposedly because of the magical ritual, they no, will like I'm going to say that's because skin. blood, yeah. is sticky. But when get you this. go in someone else's pants, it's like okay, latex. Get this, <laughs> Alex. Look at me. This is gross. A coin must be stolen from a poor widow. So you gotta steal her money too. You have to steal uh, from okay. It's, okay, it, it oh, okay. Well, let me get this kit. He just said a coin. It could you be ca- a penny. You catch. You get the permission. Yes. Dig he up dies. his body. He 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 beats Barry. You, have you to dig steal, up his body, yeah. body, and then you got to go to his wife and steal money from her or some widow. It doesn't say the exact widow. I'm sure it meant it her be, widow. Yeah. So the poor <laughs> widow and place it in the scrotum. Along with uh, the magical sign, the I can't speak. I so she's always there. Too. And it's written on a piece of paper. So you have to put a magic spell and you have to, if you want it, you put on these this pants. This is complicated. Yeah. No, listen, you, you <laughs> dig up the body. You put on the pants of the skin body and you put them on. You, you, you fillet that skin like a salmon and you put the fucking leggings on like it's a chicken fucking 2010 trying to fucking fit her ass around her leggings. Or Tom. And then, yeah, I wear leggings. I'm or I'm, I'm super emo. Um, and then, so the scrotum, because they the literally they literally want to cut it. So you want to fillet the skin properly. So you still have the dick skin and the ball skin. And then stop farting. And then you put <laughs> then you put, that was me laughing. Then you put the coin into the ball sack and this magic spell into the ball sack of these pants. And then wouldn't that wouldn't that interrupt your so transition supposedly the into coin the ball sack? will draw money. 
into the scrotum. So all of a sudden, you'll look in your skin pants, and there'll be money in the in the ball sack of these. But wouldn't that be in your ball so sack then will, if it conforms? It will never empty. As long as the original coin is not removed, you will accumulate money. This is the most ridiculous it's thing I've ever fucked, heard. It well, I eventually want to get into Icelandic like like history. I want to get into the whole death metal and fucking um, whoever the fuck invented this shit's bullshit. This is the seventy. This is this Viking is shit. This is Viking shit. To Vikings, ensure Vikings to ensure salvation, the owner has to convince someone else to overtake the pants and step into each leg. As soon as he gets out of it, or the necro pants will thus be—they will never—they won't be used for the money-making purposes. So if I skin Billy's dead fucking body and I put on the pants and I fucking have the coin inside the ball sack, I have to say give him to Alex. Sorry, I'm just like it's—it's it's intense because it's fucked up. So I'm gonna have to—I'm gonna have to give you the pants. And as soon as I step out of these pants, I'm gonna have to give them to you instantly. And then you gotta put on the pants as soon as you can, or you ain't getting the money. Do I have to use the same coin? Well, yes, you needed yes. a fucking okay, okay. roadmap for that one. Anyways, this was Strange Bird Podcast. Right, we love you, it. and I hope that was a good episode. And I it will be. Follow and support us. Yeah. I have a new TikTok rate page where I do us. stories of. Rate and, and review us. If you rate us, that. we will get higher on the fucking podcast scales. We're doing good. I, I don't think I don't think anyone really cares about that. But like, anyways, like, just just give us some support because I love you and I'm really buy drunk. some merch and I get really lovey buy when I'm drunk. Buy some merch, bitches. I, I might even scoop Alex's titty. But he's, Alex got nice titties. I've been doing uh, <laughs> a bench press a couple times. This and week. he's been going, going to, to the, the gym. gym. Uh, he's been going to the gym. Can we get a hail, Alex? Hail, Alex. Why? Thank you. <laughs> love you hope. guys. Take care. Oh shit! Gonna slide right through like Molly of the Mew. Give me the one, two, till you're black and blue. I'm gonna grab that noose, hang it around your neck, leave you for dead, cause you're irrelevant. Nah, fuck that, you know I'm only kidding. It's always a good time when you hang out with Billy until he drinks too much wine and starts talking about his willy. Like, oh my god, it's just. Home, I can't feel my face Always don't let it
the drunk skin that eats is a relief to get off Not literally, but when you hit the slip Sitting in the mystical fog And if I'm not God, then who is? The lies have you bent over in submission Clueless, uh, ain't that cute, bitch And I know you're fucking stupid And I know a fifth grader that's smarter than you is By this age, you should know you're not smart, dude And I'm not gonna argue